Welcome to Marvel Champions Podcast, a podcast about Marvel Champions, the card game. I'm your host, Scott, and with me, as always, my co-host, Ryan. As always, I'm here. Well, Ryan, we uh, we had some fun games this past couple weeks. And, I uh, would say so, or at least uh, attempted games. <laughs> we, had, we had one attempted game and uh, another successful game. And I think it's time that we have another installment of our champion checkup. Champion checkup. Do you want to set up kind of what we did, who we played, who we played against? Sure. So uh, we are champion checkup first off is uh, mostly about us trying to take a a check back on the older heroes and and villains and just see how they are with the updated card pool and see if they still match up with the heroes and villains that are coming out and uh, just kind of enjoying the game as a whole instead of just focusing on new stuff. Um, So this time we chose to do... Green Goblin, um, oh man, my, my head just went blank there. Um, I'll help you out. Mutagen, Mutagen formula. formula. Yep, Mutagen formula. And uh, and I took on the role of Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And, and I went uh, as the on- God of Thunder, Thor. Thor. Um... And we, we both picked these, and uh, when we did this first game, I don't think we took our own advice, well, my own advice from one of our Tip the Player uh, episodes of understanding the scenario and making sure to plan <laughs> accordingly, because we did not, and we failed. Yeah, trying to play to a hero's strengths, and sometimes trying to like make up the difference with their deficit doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah. We, we just didn't, we just didn't think this one through as well as we should have. Um, so I, for Spider-Man, I played protection and you played justice Thor kind of playing against type for Thor uh, protection kind of fits Spider-Man for a lot of people like him is in protection. He's got the high defense and he wants the, the card draw from the villain. Um, but it, it did not work for uh, green goblin because he just, Oh, I should mention that we made it harder. We added, uh, was it sinister sinister syndicate uh, syndicate to his pool which increased his minions. So we were popping out minions nonstop and we just got overran with minions. We couldn't take him out fast enough. And then the thwart was killing us. We got like all the side schemes and, yeah, uh, I, and we had a couple of the side schemes that like really boosts him and the minions. And mm-hmm. we just couldn't get it, things called goblin nation. And it gives yes. everybody a minion that's a goblin, a plus one attack. And we just we got overran because we were we down the the road and we had to make a decision on do we try and kill everybody or the minions in front of us or do we try and thwart it down 
and hopefully survive. <laughs> and uh, it was not good. Yeah, yeah. We we quickly realized that we just did not prepare accurately for with the heroes we had versus the villain that we were facing. I know we wanted the the minions, but it just didn't work. Yeah. I had that first game. I tried to do a, like a justice aerial uh, build with Thor. And I didn't play all your like stereotypical justice for justice side scheme kind of uh, split the thwart capability cards, you know, mm-hmm. do one here, do one there, uh, do this, draw a card. I didn't go that route at all. And, uh, yeah, my my yeah, protection wasn't wasn't much better in a in a game where we needed to do more damage output and thwart output. I was protection wanting to be attacked, and uh, it just it just didn't bode well with the scenario. Yeah, so we failed miserably. <laughs> yeah, we we didn't get. I, I think we beat him up a little bit, but. We we eventually I think you ended up I'm the dying and I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> far behind. I just and we kept getting like monster and that other big goblin that we kept coming out and uh, yeah, it was yeah. Bad. Needless to say, we tried again. <laughs> yes. So, so we licked our wounds and, and regrouped. Yep. Adjusted some decks. Um just some aspects, same villains, same heroes. I did Spider-Man Justice this time. Ooh. And I did Thor Aggression. Which definitely kind of plays in the mold of what they... Didn't Thor come in... Yeah, he, he came did. with Aggression, right? Yeah, he came with your mean swing. He induced mean swing. and Ah, yes. Yarn bajarn yarn. And, uh... <laughs> Green Goblin put up a fight, but we definitely, I I felt like we had a lot more control over the game. I think so, too. We had a very similar um, kind of flow from the first game. We got a lot of minions out really early. The Mm -hmm. side schemes weren't as bad, but I felt like we didn't really like even touch Green Goblin till like halfway through the game. Yeah, yeah, we had to weed through all these minions first. Um, but once we got that under control, it, it became, we, we took them out pretty quick. Yeah, once we got rolling, um, I forgot how, like, fun Thor can be. And just, like, <laughs> mowing people down. Yeah, I mean that's that's his design, right? He wants min, uh, minions out to decimate them and benefit from it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I will I will say in that game, you know, Eugen formula is probably out of that that first cycle, the the core box and that that um, initial release of of heroes. He he might be one of the hardest or maybe the hardest villain that came out. Yeah, he's he he can hit hard. I would say that he 
his maybe like his slightest weakness is he's not big into thwarting. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is he introduced some of those like if you're damaged, do something mechanics, which I guess that's kind of makes up some of his scheming. Because uh, I yep, think it's yep. it's if he damages you or hero or something to that effect, put one on the main scheme. Yep. Um, but yeah, with how many minions he comes out? He starts with minions out and set up. Um, if you even if you play whatever his other one is, I think it gives him a bunch of attachments. Um, he just has a lot going on, and it, it really feels like he's trying to spread you thin. To where you just either get overrun, you run out of time, you cycle the deck too much. A lot of his like side schemes when you defeat, you've got to discard cards, and if you get a minion, you can either bring it out, which adds more, or deal damage to yourself. And then he's got even like treachery cards that do the same thing. He heals. Yeah. He, he was one of the first ones that introduced being attacked in Alter Ego, too. So there's there's a card that um, he attacks you, and you don't get a uh, boost card with it, but still, being attacked in alter ego is always kind of troublesome. Yeah, yeah, he he is absolutely a challenge, and it, his minions they're like awkward health. Um, so they got a three, which isn't too bad, but then there's a five. Um. And it always feels like you can't just take them out in one shot. You've got to get them to the health you need to to take them out with a, a card, um, which is very frustrating. When we played that first game, he got those those side schemes out, and they were brutal on us. Um, like you mentioned, the Goblin Nation was was nasty, um, and I think we learned from that experience so in the second game when those came out we were more prepared to just get the get rid of them because he just he just wore us out just constantly just wearing down our health where we'd have to flip and then he would scheme right and to go back something you said about the awkward healths of the minions up until that point of the game i think nobody had a three basic attack. So you could never do a basic attack to kill these guys. You were always wasting like a big attack on the minion, which takes it away from the villain. Or you were having to do multiple rounds, which leaves them out. They get their chance to activate during the villain turn. And it just adds to the misery of the villain turn. I think She-Hulk was the only one with the three attack. Because she could get boosted by one of her cards? Uh, isn't she a two or is she a three base? No, she's a one, three, two. Oh, okay. So she's one. All right. But I mean, it, she does have that one card that does one damage to everything for like oh some crazy fast. <laughs> it's like the That's worst card in the, the game. It's one of the most disappointing cards. It's mm. it's one of those that you're like, yeah, this is a great card if you're playing Ultron and swarmed by <laughs> right. Ultron drones. But other than that, it's it's a uh, a mental resource. 
Um, but yeah, I think overall as a as a villain, I think one he was one of the harder ones, but I think he he was a a good solid villain that we needed at that time. I I personally think Green Goblin's been one of the best um, villain uh, packs that has come out. Now there's been several that have come out that have done very well, like Kang. I really like Kang. I don't know if you would consider Mojo because he kind of has like a mini campaign in him as like a villain, but um, he, I think he was, he was really good to have at the beginning of the, of the game in that first cycle. Yeah. Yeah. His, his uh, scenario pack, whatever it's officially called uh, to me adds, is probably one of the like best value. Like if I had to buy one, and I guess you kind of said it, Mojo may rival it because it introduced something new. But see, the problem with the Mojo one is they're limited to like X amount of cards for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And if you look at all the scenarios of Mojo, there's only like 12 cards in each of those. Everything else is all the encounter sets. Um, but I feel like Mutagen Formula and Risky Business were good enough uh, to play so different, add new mechanics. Uh, it, you just get two widely different experiences. Yeah, it's definitely one of those, if someone was getting to the hobby, I would say get, you should get this one. This is a good one to get. Right, most bang for your buck, get this one. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about these heroes, because I have a lot to say about Spider-Man. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I don't think I have like as much. Probably you do. So uh, I started Justice, Ariel, and then well, that second game I went Aggression, and I focused on aggression thwart um so i played a lot of like into the phrase that one you deal i think it's six to a minion mm-hmm. any of the excess damage goes to the main uh th- main scheme is threat removal yeah uh, benefited from that pretty well um i put a few copies to chase them down uh like we talked about with those weird minion health thor's nice because he gets his hammer out he's a three attack at that point he can take care of the goblin thralls pretty easy um so smack him in the head chase him down get rid of it pretty good i'm trying to think of the other kind of gimmicky thing i the, did the two cards that i saw you use uh, several times were some uh some basic cards that have been added later um one is limitless strength um so his health has to be your hero has to be 14 and up. Yep. And you get to ready. Yeah, I used both those that came in the SPDR kit. Uh, Limitless Strength and uh, whatever the Hulk one that makes you Godlike. steady. Oh, Godlike yeah. Stamina? No, I, I did use that one too. Godlike Stamina is the Thor Asgard one. The Asgard one. That, that yeah. was the other one I was talking about. And that one's also really good with him. Yeah, that was I mean, good. because it's, it's one of the few heroes that can do it, as in like... Yeah. He's the other one, other than Valkyrie. <laughs> so that one was good because it let me uh, stay up longer, take some damage. Um, it heals two and removes the status card. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one let me ready for one. And then being steady was nice because there's a couple of the bad guys. Uh, Shocker. Man, when we played this, Sinister Syndicate was in there. Shocker. Every time you attack him, he stuns whoever attacks him. And it got yeah. really annoying, but it was nice being steady because I knew I could at least punch most of his health off the first time and then do it again. Then I would really be stunned with the two cards being steady. Um, but then I could use that like stamina and heal and remove the stun, which was nice. Um, what was the other stuff from his kit? Uh, super super early game key card for him is his asgard mm-hmm. um, you had that for both games i believe i got it out early both games and it, it makes the world of a difference because when you're limited to four hand size and you don't have any setup it's it's rough and his his like main hammer throw is i think three and then his lightning strikes you know his two big damage output cards the lightning strikes like to have you know, it's pay X lightning, do X damage to everybody engaged with you and the villain. If I'm going to be using it, I want to hit, I want to hit hard. I want three or four or more. Um, and when you have a total of, you know, four cards in your hand, and you don't have anything set up. It's pretty useless. Yeah. Um, but I was able to uh, get him kind of built out pretty quick. Um, his two lightning resource, um, generators were really good. I got a Quinn carrier out. I got a martial prowess out. I got a depth focus out. So there was times where I was, I was just rolling with resources and looking back at my early Thor plays, I never felt like he had that. His economy was a little bit of a struggle, but you know, this bigger, card pool was definitely a big benefit for Thor. Um, I would say my like two favorite things, you know, his, his other little gimmick niche thing he does is you get engaged uh, with a minion and you get to draw cards in hero form. Um, And I was able to do that a lot and trying to maximize um, doing that in player, the player phase and the villain phase. Um, trying to get mm-hmm. the counter card to be a minion, which we kind of had the deck roughly stacked. And then playing like Angela was key. She could go fetch the villain or the minion for me in hero phase. His, uh, the first game I felt like his defenders of the nine realms just like either didn't get him or they didn't hit something weird. Or it made like it that. worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but this one I felt like it it worked. I was able to remove three. I was able to contribute a little bit to Thwart. Um, I still felt like his Thwart was very is is still his weakness. But I think if you can play with somebody not solo, he's definitely able to kind of contribute a little bit, but definitely do what he does, and that is damage output. It was fun yeah. throwing the hammer through minions getting the overkill, doing huge lightning strikes. I think one of my ones right at the end was like an eight lightning strike. Yeah, you, you threw everything in it to, to take it out. Yeah, I, I had a I had an energy. I think I had 
both his things and I think I had like two or three cards in my hand that had it. So it was like, mm, just the, you know, the Italian kiss. Mm. It's yeah. Good. Yeah. I think, I think the designers learned a lot from Thor and Hulk and just yeah. how the community responds to them. Um, because I know people li- like Thor, but I- I've seen several times where people are, are just struggling with him. Um, and it could be because they're playing true solo. Um, but I think the expanded card pool has opened up possibilities to make him more feasible and, and whether it's with other players or, or by yourself. And uh, it really is a, really is something you can deck build with now like like you did you you focus on aggression but thwart aggression yep. um and you were able to do a lot of damage output but at the same time you were able to do some thor when you needed to um and uh, i think having angela out there with it was nice i think you had what was it is it the i want to call it rainbow bridge um that is asgard that's his um plus no. one asgard what What's the, uh, oh shoot. What's the basic one that gets the ally? Oh, the Bifrost. Bifrost. Thank you. Um, that was a a good combo to just, if you need a minion to get that card draw, you could just boom, get that. And if Angela's in the discard, you just pull her out. Boom. You're getting a minion, you're getting a card draw and you have an ally out. Yeah. That was a good little combo because she, but I don't think she could come out for free, but I don't think her, I think her ability or her text on her card. So you have to be played from your hand. So I don't think that, I don't think I ever did that. Oh, I, I didn't know if you ever did that or not, but that was the way that I thought I you were out, using I think it as Throg. I played Throg because I did want to have all those minions in front of me. He gets a tough if you're engaged with a minion. So he was a beneficial and some, some of his mm. passive stuff really worked for me. Yeah. I think the two well, other things I would say about Thor is mm-hmm. he's a hero that's fun to play, but I probably wouldn't grab him if I was trying to be like serious, hardcore campaign solo. I would maybe do a campaign like a fun kind of casual campaign. And then his uh, signature ally Sif is so expensive and I don't know why. Yeah, she's she like a two, two, should be a three. three, and and all she does is ready you. Yeah, she should be three cost for sure. Yeah, the four cost she got tossed tons of times. Yeah, I, I think you might have pulled her out at the very end, but that was just for fun more than actually like yeah. strategy. Yeah, I think I I did that and I thwarted like one. <laughs> with myself with with the ready so i was letting you uh deal that final blow being spider-man and green goblin it was only right yeah yeah that's right yeah i'm i i wasn't i was impressed yeah with thor you you did a good job with his deck i i thought he he contributed what he needed to do and if you need to do something that you normally don't like thwarting there were ways for you to assist with that. And so I thought the setup this time for Thor was, was good. And I think he's still a hero that people can revisit and, and do well with. And in these, uh, these newer villains for sure. Yeah, I would, I would agree. He's one that is worth 
uh, a revisit with the current card pool if you've got most of the card pool. Yeah, yeah. I he definitely relies on being set up. If uh, if you have any struggle with it being set up with him, it's going to be a harder game though. Yeah, and it it can cause a little frustration for sure. Yeah, yeah, but awesome. well, why don't you tell us about everybody's favorite um, friendly crawler? neighborhood Spider Man? Spider Man. I'm Spider Man. I'm Spider Man. So uh, I I have to admit, um, I am. Don't you do it, Ryan? I'm probably a little jaded on Spider Man. <laughs> Um, so Spider-Man is definitely one of my favorite Marvel characters. I grew up watching the, the old, uh, Spider-Man cartoon. Um, not like the, the super old one, like the nineties one. Spider-Man uh, is amazing friends. For, no, for not like that the, one. Like... Not with Iceman and Firestorm. I think <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. I did. I did watch that though. I will say that. Um, yeah. but no, the, the classic one that the had 90s like the animated. giant spider robots. Yeah. And, the spider uh, slayers. They, the spider slayers and then the the episode where he turns into like this giant spider and oh man that the whole series was so that's the one where he like screams like mary jane mary jane, <laughs> mary jane! yeah classic uh, so good and of course it has some of my favorite cartoon episodes of uh where he plays like i don't know uh universe chess where he gets like uh he gets to choose the heroes that he's like in a game with. They they adapt like Captain the, America like Secret Wars storyline. Yeah. Yeah, it's kinda like Secret Wars and uh, that was that was pretty awesome. And then of course his alternate Spider Man's there's another version with he has a bunch of those, so that's that was really good. I remember that. When he goes into um, the real world and meets Stanley. <laughs> I don't remember that one. That's like the very end of that Secret Wars saga. Because there's the one Spider-Man who's just like an actor. And he's like, how did I get you? You don't, you're not even like a real Spider-Man. You just play one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I love Spider-Man. And uh, I think I played, I think he might have been my first hero I ever played. And ever since then, in the many times I've played him, I just have not been able to enjoy him. Um, I know a lot of people like him. This is probably people are going to hate this, um, but he has he has so many good cards, but I feel like they don't synergize for him. They're just they're just a bunch of good cards that they smush together like an all-star team. It's a bunch of the best cards, but they just smush together and they just don't really mesh. Right. Um, and, and that's just the way I feel. I mean, I can go super in depth if you want me to on just my issues with his, his design as a whole. Um, but I will say that the game I played with him um, the, the justice build, it went, it went pretty good. Um, I didn't hate it. Um, he, uh, the, the way I designed the deck was to be able to just soak up damage and prepare to flip down heal practically instantly with, um, 
with Aunt May and uh, and flip back and just be ready to go. Uh, confusing on the way, keeping the threat down um, by using... Um, uh, what are they called? What's, yeah, what's the be a little more specific for me. So I noticed you played, um, you kind of did a one way or another for card draw, which I, I got did do you, that. Uh, That's one of my favorite out. cards. And then yeah. you really um, focused using multitasking yes. and the one with rescue on it. Um, um, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I know they kind of use it all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, what is it's, it's like rescue. Um, ah, okay. This is, we're going to figure this out. Uh, let's All see. Right. Who did that come in? I'm just going to pull the deck out. Here we go. Oh, you've got your deck list there? Uh, clear the area. Thank you. Yeah, that's it. Because um, so you did yeah, a clear use... the area and you had a skilled investigator, which was always a good little combo. Yes, so I did do the skilled investigator and clear the area combo. And then I, I threw out operative skill. Which yeah. is uh, the card that came out with Gambit, which when you thwart, you can remove a token and it adds one to the thwart. And uh, I, I ended up not using it a whole lot because I like held on to it for the right time. And I probably shouldn't have. Um, but basically, because it adds one thwart, it, the, that thwart removes one additional thwart, is what the card says. So for like multitasking, I can do two threat use that card to make it three threat and then because of its ability i could potentially remove another three threat and so that doing that was a was a good combo to to keep everything in line where i needed it to be i, I think it also helped you like clear the area because there's a couple times where there was like three on it and <laughs> clear the area in order to really like benefit from it you got to remove all and yeah i think it just does two so yeah, yeah. So I was able to to really maintain uh, the thwart with with just those two cards. They're not expensive. They're but, but they don't do tons of thwart. But because of their abilities, it it created opportunities to remove more thwart down the road. Yeah. Um, the other thing is I used ingenuity, which is the uh, the resource card for geniuses. Um, so I did pull that out, and I also used the combo of Moon Girl. Who uh, who is a champion, um, but you can only play her if you're a champion or a genius. So I would be in my alter ego, genius Peter Parker, and then play her, and he has his free science resource, plus that ingenuity, plus if a card in my hand that has the um, mental resource, and boom, I throw her down for three costs and draw three. Yeah, um, you played that a few times, and that was, I mean, in essence, she's costing you one, because the other two, one was free, one you got the ingenuity pretty early, so it yeah. was basically free, so you were just having to spin one card. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, it just, it kind of flowed pretty good this time, so out of all the Spider-Man decks I've played, this has been one of the better experiences. Um I think it's also scenario as well because 
Spider-Man is notorious for being a terrible thwarter because his only thwart is spider tracers and you have to have a minion and you have to defeat them. Yeah, we picked, um, in my opinion, at least for that first wave, the two worst um, player-specific thwart cards. Yes. (laughs) Because, like, thwarts, you've got to go dig for a minion. So you're getting a minion out. Yes, it does benefit him to potentially drawing two cards, um, but you're putting out an extra thing to deal with, mm-hmm. and you're removing you three threat three. for zero cost, which is nice, but there's just a lot of extra baggage that comes along with it. And then, like you yeah. said, uh, if you're playing a game with like one or two minions total for the whole deck, your spider uh, tracers are just just trash. They're just resources. Yeah, and that's yep. his and only that, card, and then everything else in his deck, unless you build an aspect toward him, is a one thwart basic action. Oh yeah, yeah, they they are terrible thwarters, but it ended up working good in this case because I was I, I used the spider tracer probably maybe three times. Um. Yeah, be, because like you said, the, the scenario really lent itself to that. Yes. Yeah, it, exactly. And so, it, and it, and I could contribute as Thor because you could throw it on the minion, and then I could just lop him on next to the head and and uh, yeah, get the double whammy of getting rid of a minion and getting rid of some thread. Yeah, yeah, but it it definitely this deck was one of the better ones for me in, in my experiences with Spider-Man. Cause most of the time when I've played him is he just, he seems very counterproductive. Um, and, and how his, how his deck works. And that's been one of the just most frustrating things, uh, about him. Um, because he he has other than his basic attack, he only has one card that does damage. His swinging web kick, and it's super expensive, and it's uh, it's just eight damage, and that's it. So when you get it, you're like, I gotta hit the villain with this, but yeah, you can't. You you got say in this in our case, you have minions in front of you, and you gotta get rid of them. Yeah, and, and some uh, of those have um, guards, so you couldn't even use it anyways. The thralls, yeah. all the thralls have guard. Yeah, yeah. So it was in the past. It's been so frustrating to to play him and and just things never quite work. Um, like like one one of the most frustrating things is his alter ego ability, which is yeah, it's it's a free resource, sweet, but. To get that, you have to go to Alter Ego, and he's terrible at thwarting. So it's like counterproductive of what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want that. It's like he wants to flip down to get those bonuses, but he can't because if he does, he's going to thread out. Yeah. You know, he does have webbed up, but it's so expensive that most players probably don't play it very often. There's very few like cases where you're like, uh, I'm going to play this for fun. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to play this because I need a little breather. It's the only way that I don't flip down and scheme out or something. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, it is a, it is a good card in the aspect of what it does, but yeah, it's for four costs. It's so hard to play. Um, I mean, and when you do, you're like, oh, sweet, like, this is helpful. But spending spending your whole hand, essentially, for it is is not great. And he, yeah. he does have his web shooters, which are, by all means, great, other than they're just limited. But they're cheap. You get them out. They're wilds. Great. They're, they're, they're good cards. So that helps with some of that, that cost. Yeah. Uh web shooters i like them overall i think um players can get lax in accidentally playing them in like alter ego mm, yeah I, I know i've made the mistake thankfully sure. it's it's you can easily fix it just by flipping yeah. it yeah um but the they go away and there's no like recursion of them, which kind of stinks. I would almost have rather seen some way of like, um, recharging them with like, you know, web shooter fluid tokens ability or something. Yeah. My, my, so me being someone that likes board games and in designing my, my thought process is exactly what you said. It would have been better if the spider, web shooters were more integrated within his cards. Um, right. So like swinging web kick, it would, it's a two cost that deals five damage, but if you paid with it with your web mm. shooter, it's eight damage or, you know, something like that. Right. Or um, you could do backflip. It's zero cost, or I don't know if that would work. We can say uh, enhanced spider sense. So that's the one where you can discard uh, or prevent a win revealed. Um, you could do it where it's when a treachery card is revealed from the encounter deck, cancel its win reveal effects, draw another card. But if you pay for it with the web shooter, it cancels it completely or, or, right. or something along those lines where it's more integrated within his character and allows for more, I guess, more fun. Yeah, because when I think of Spider Man, I think of him shooting webs and you know, webbing up the bad guy or, you know, doing this and that. And yeah, I mean, I like Spider-Man. Like you said, he's one of my favorite characters, but I just don't feel like his player kid is. I don't feel like I'm playing as Spider-Man sometimes, you know, to yeah, me that yeah. a good character is like, I feel like I'm playing, I'm being that character. And, uh, the current state of Spider-Man, I just don't, I'm not there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Um, he just, he, he's, it feels like he was designed to be the generic hero that someone would be like, Oh, I'll play Spider-Man. And it's just like, okay, so I can do this cool card or this cool card or this cool card, but really doesn't feel, feel like you're sp- spinning webs around your your opponents so i will say use backflip a couple times and you did use the spider sense i think for a um that one's nice because it doesn't specify you it's just a card and we were able to 
prevent a Shadows of the Past one time, which was nice. Yeah, like, like I said, like his individual cards, if you like pull it out, like Black Cat, mm. uh, you know, it's a one attack <laughs> with no consequential dam- damage. Great. Backflip, great. Enhanced Spidey Sense, great. Webkick, in theory, great, I guess. <laughs> um, But when you, to, to me, when you put them all together, it just doesn't flow as well. Um. It it just doesn't it just it's never felt right to me. And I hate saying that. Yep. With all that said though, I think players should still visit Spider Man. Um I think the new card pool is still opening options and of course the the whole Spider Verse that came out provided a lot of options for for deck builds with Spider Man. Um that is one thing. He's he's an Avenger, not a uh, a web warrior. So you have to make him into a web warrior. Um, but you know those those decks are definitely a possibility. And he just there's just good cards that can help him overcome his weaknesses and and help make those good cards that he has flow a little bit better. Yep, definitely. Um, so. all right. Anything, uh, anything else? Um, I think, uh, I think I'm good. Yeah. It was a, it was a good learning experience from that first one and then adapting and, and having a, a fun game on that, the second one. So yeah, definitely all three of these are, are ones that people should revisit. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree. All these characters we've talked about, villain and heroes are definitely something to, if you haven't touched them in a while, go back and, and try them out. Um, I think my last thing is stage two, you know, spoiler alert. When you go to stage two on um, the Green Goblin, he gives you those two encounter cards. So you're going to have at least in our game, you know, three apiece. That's uh, that's always pretty, pretty intense. Well, I think, <laughs> I think in that particular game, I, when we flipped them, I also already had like a deck out <laughs> encounter card and then we got another one. So I think we revealed like seven plus encounter cards that round. Yeah. Cause but, I think I had one that was like, do this. And if you whiff against surge and, and I whiffed. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, I think majority of them were minions that we were able to dispatch at, the, yeah. at that point. We were pretty set up so but yes mugen formula stage three oh geez (laughs) (laughs) yeah we played standard uh by the way yes we played standard when we did the expert one i remember we we had to like prepare for that game to start off on two and then move into three that was that was a challenge yeah that's some fun because he likes to attack you multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was being a Ronin before Ronin. Right. When you played expert him. Yep. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Champion Checkup. If you have a champion or villain from that first core box or first wave that you want us to uh 
take a look at, revisit, maybe give us a uh, uh, kind of a scenario, what aspect or certain card within an aspect you want to try and build around. Give us that uh, idea and challenge. We'll see what we can come up with. Um, you can let us know those ideas by emailing us at marvelchampionspod at gmail.com. And uh, as always, we appreciate you uh, listening to us. Ryan, any final send-off? Um, nope. <laughs> Sweet. Still working I like on my it. catchphrase. <laughs> Good, strong work. All right. Well, I will wrap us up then and uh, tell you that if you want to go from a chump to a champ, listen to the Marvel Champions podcast. See ya. See ya.